Good evening, everybody. This is JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Good Friday evening. Everybody's all right. Everybody's good. That's awesome. We have much to be grateful for, much to be thankful for. Um, you know, definitely. Jesus Christ is the greatest hope and the greatest gift of all that we could have been given. His love's loving sacrifice for dying on the cross for all of our sin, you know, dying in our place just so that we could be seen as worthy in the eyes of God is a wonderful thing. We always have something to be grateful for. And Jesus Christ should be the number one thing we should always be grateful for in every season. I'm so happy and I'm so excited for tonight. The topic that we will be discussing is self-love. And to be quite honest with you guys, I already um, made a podcast. You know, just made a podcast an hour ago or so. But strangely, you know, was experiencing tef- technical difficulty. I, on the other hand, was already saying, you know, this is the enemy. You know, the devil is doing this. But it's all good because, you know, God just tur- qu- quickly turned everything around that I was, you know, going to talk about um, on the podcast tonight. And that's wonderful. That's awesome. So, yes. Yeah, so the topic is self-love. What is self-love? You know, when you think of self-love, what do you think it is? You know, you think of it being you with the you know, cutest outfits, making sure that your makeup is on point, making sure that you are you know standing with confidence and knowing that you love yourself and you present yourself looking good and looking right with all manners with all due respect and yes you know for the most part that is you know a type of self-love when you really you know walk with elegance and you take the time to really you know present yourself well you know um being well dressed and you know, just making sure that you you are you are confident under your own skin and you could present yourself to the world in a respectful manner. So, yes, definitely taking care of your outer appearance is important, but it is not necessarily the utmost important. When I think of self-love, I think of first knowing how much we are loved by God. You know, we are approaching Easter, the resurrection day of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and think of and to think of it, you know, um, we will never be able to love ourselves until we understand the love of God, you know, the love that God has for us. And the only way we could truly understand the love God has for us is when we really do meditate on John 3, verse 16. The Bible says that even when we were yet sinners, you know, God himself sent his only begotten son. You know, there is nowhere mentioned in the Bible saying that God had multiple sons. You know, he only had Jesus, his only son, the son that he loved, and he had given him the greatest name of all, meaning the one who saves. Then when we when we think about that, when we grasp it in that level, then we we say to ourselves, you know what, man, you know, God loved Jesus. God loved me so much that he gave me Jesus. You know, that in reality is when we we tap into um, we tap into the fact um you know, hey, if God loves me, then that means I am special. That means I am valuable. You know, then why not love me? You know, why should I not love myself? And, you know, we live in a society where you, you are listening to so many stories of young people committing suicide. So many people are in depression, you know. So many people 
feel lost, feel hopeless, feel unloved, unwanted. And a lot of times too, there will be certain people they're trying to find acceptance and find love in all the wrong things in all the wrong directions they try to find it in drugs they try to find it in alcohol they try to find it in relationships that god never ordained for them to be in in the first place instead of finding it where you know we can have complete access to it and that is in the sight of the word of god inside the word of god you know over and over, God shows us the love that he has for us. He shows us, you know, you know, when I read Psalms 139, verse 14, where the psalmist David is saying, you know, I am fearful, I am wonderfully and fearfully made. You know, he's saying that to the Lord, that he is acknowledging that God is the one who indeed created him. And the Bible let us know, even in the book of Genesis, that when God created all that he created, it, he said that it is good and God created us. So because, in fact, God created created us, we know also that we are we are, in a sense, good in the eyes of God, not because of what we've done, because I'm not saying that we are perfect, but I'm saying the very fact that God himself formed us, made us, let us know that we have value and that we must love ourselves. We must respect ourselves. You know, we must hold ourselves accountable to walk in a way presentable to the Lord and to be able to walk in a way, you know, that is that is giving God the utmost honor, the utmost glory, especially when we are, you know, going out into the world in our workplace, you know, in our schools, you know, in, in social settings. So that way people could know indeed we are set apart. We are set set apart. You know, the Bible says our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I remember when I was young, my mom constantly, constantly reminded me of that verse saying, Jessica, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And she told me that because she wanted me at a young age to know that I should respect myself. I should respect myself in the way that I dress. I should respect myself, you know, in in in. in and what I'm allowing my eyes to see, I should respect myself and what I'm allowing my ears to hear, you know? So, you know, sometimes you may see people, you know, showing that they love themselves because they say, hey, I have, you know, I have all of the brand name purses. I have, you know, the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci, the Michael Kors and so forth. There's nothing wrong, you know, to spoil yourself, to treat yourself um, to the, to the, um, to what pleases you. There's nothing wrong to get a manicure and pedicure and just to make yourself so pampered and stuff. But that is not indeed, you know, that's that's not indeed all that is showing that you love yourself, you know. You know, when I think of self-love, I think of knowing my identity in Christ, accepting that Jesus loves me and doing all that I can do to show that, you know, God, I love you too. You know, the Bible tells us, you know, Jesus says to himself, he said, you know, he will know those that love him by those who follow in his commandments, you know, and it's, I understand it's not about works, you know, none of us could do as much work as possible for God to say, hey, you did the greatest amount of work. So that is the reason why you're going into heaven. No, we all know that we are saved by the grace of God. That alone we know. But Jesus himself, he said something very important. And this is not even in the Old Testament. This is in the New Testament. And he says this. He said, you know, those who keep my commandments, they are the one that loves me. And one of the commandments 
you know, God told us to keep is love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, you know, with all your spirit and even your body should be at service to the Lord. And he also mentioned as well to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, if we in ourselves do not love ourselves, you know, we don't respect ourselves, you know, we don't present ourselves in a way worthy to the Lord. How will it be easy for us to love someone else? You know, many people, you know, many, many young women and many women in general and not just women. But since this is, in fact, you know, pertaining to women, you know, mastering singlehood is mostly pertaining to women. But this goes for men as well. You know, how will you be able to love someone else if you're not able to love your own self? If you're not able to hold yourself accountable to 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 be able to abstain from certain things that you know that is not pleasing to the heart of God. How are you going to be able to love someone if you know that certain individual, you know, there are certain things that you perhaps will do in fact that gets on that person's last nerves. And so, you know, I find it very interesting that you know, we only tap into loving ourselves every single time when we learn more and more about the, you know, the love that God has for us. And the only way we're able to know the love that God has for us is just to constantly meditating on his word. I find myself when I don't find when I don't make the time and the effort to read the word of God, I find myself um, less likely to have self-control. I find myself um, less likely to be kind, you know. I find myself less likely to be patient. It's so vital and important for us to really put the word of God first in our lives, not just to read the word, but to also be doers of the word, to do what the word says for us to do. And that way, our mind and our thoughts will be filled with the word and we will have the love of God within us to not just love ourselves, but to love other people. And to also wait on the love, you know, wait on the love that God has for us and someone else. It is it broke it breaks my heart sometimes when I f see people are forcing certain relationships that is not God ordained. You know, I remember I said this in the last podcast, you know, it's not enough for us to give God one aspect of our life and not the other. You know, it's not enough for us to say we believe in God, but we do not trust in God. You know, singlehood, yes, it's not easy. Yes, it's difficult. But when we get into our but when we get into this state where we just start manipulating things to make it work out in our favor to do what we want, to have what we want, there is no room for God to even manifest in that circumstance, in that place, in that relationship. Because God, he didn't even get the permission from you to even intervene within that. And sometimes that's why there's like a lot of abusive relationships because it was never God ordained in the first place. This is why, you know, a lot of people, you know, are left heartbroken and say, how come this person, this individual hurt me in that way? How come this individual said that they love me, but they, they ended up doing this and this and this, you know? And so it's very important that we understand we must constantly keep God number one priority in our lives. You know, the more you keep God number one as well, the more you will be able to abstain from certain things and the more you'll be able to love yourself as well. I love the, the, the Apostle Paul because, you know, his story is so profound and seeing how, you know, dramatically how God completely changed his life for the better. You know, at first, you know, 
Apostle Paul, he was known as Saul. He was a man that was very well versed in the law, but it's as if he was just well versed to be well versed. It's not as if he really wanted to have an intimate relationship with God. And it's like he didn't even love himself, you know. He didn't really love himself because he was so, so much um, pleased about persecuting um, people and putting people of God in prison. You know, he, he was confused. He wasn't really sure of himself, I can say that, in the beginning. But then after God has had given him that great revelation and stopped him in the middle of his tracks, you know, since that time, you know, until his death, he had just a love, an intimate love for the Father. He had an intimate love for the Son. He had an intimate love for the Holy Spirit. And his spiritual life, he placed as number one above every other aspect of his life. And he had love for him for, for himself too, you know, knowing that his his life, you know, is very precious because his life is eternal. You know, it's not like if he dies, there is no more Paul. Yes, his body, you know, will be be physically dead, but we know that the soul is ongoing. The soul can never die, the spirit can never die, you know, and, and that is where I'm coming with all of this. You know, ladies, it's important for us to take care of our outer appearance. But we know that, you know, with age, you know, our our vigor, you know, our our physique will not last the way it is um, in our youth. But it will look a little different because, you know, as we age, you know, our appearance um, become weak and so forth. And so it's not that much of an importance for us to invest mainly on materialistic things, mainly on, you know, um, makeup and jewelry and the designer sunglasses designer bags i'm not saying that we shouldn't have those things but i'm saying that it's vital for us to invest in our spiritual life knowing who we are in christ knowing our worth and our value comes first and foremost from jesus and not from men and we need to acknowledge that god he is our abba he is the one who has ordained our days everything that must occur in our life god He's the one that has set the specific time for those things to occur in our lives. We don't need to fret. We don't need to worry. We don't need to force certain things to happen on our behalf in order for us to be peace, to feel peace, in order for us to feel love, in order for us to feel accepted. You know, we don't need to do none of that. So I'm encouraging you guys on this Good Friday to make sure to have time, you know, to discover who you are in God. Love yourself. Love yourself. God calls you beloved in his word. You know, the Bible, as I mentioned already, said that you are wonderfully and and, and fearfully made by the Lord. You know, God, he made you just the way you are for a, a, a specific purpose. And he loves you just the way you are. You don't have to manipulate anything. You know, learn to love yourself in Christ Jesus. Learn to love yourself in Christ Jesus. If nobody loves who you are if no one likes the way that you look or or, or or your characteristics or personalities then that person was not for you and don't try to do anything to manipulate that don't try to force anything to happen whatever that is meant to you god will make it manifest for you what whoever was meant to be in your life god will indeed connect you with that person let us learn to let go and let god Completely surrender yourself to the Lord. Completely surrender yourself to the will of God. Completely give God your dreams. Give God your desires. Speak to the Lord. Be vulnerable to the Lord. Be transparent to the Lord. I feel as if there are certain times we don't 
be transparent to the one who really matters to be transparent to and that is God because nothing is hidden from God we can't hide you know our 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 worries our anxiety our wrongs our failures from the Lord we can hide those things he knows of those things he know all about you know our life you know and our longings but at the same time, he loved relationship. He wanted us to constantly talk to him in regarding to those things. He's interested to have dialogue, to have conversation with us. I pray that we in this season will be so connected to God that he literally has to be the one who keeps our eyes off of him and to someone or a group of individuals that for this particular um, season that we have to as well encourage, you know. Many times I've heard, I've seen that quote, and that quote is just so profound. You know, it has to be the Lord to take my eyes off of Him in order for me to see who He has for me. It has to take God Himself has to take my eyes off of Him for just a millisecond for me to see the man of God that He has for me, the man of God that He has ordained to be my husband, in order for us to be in a partnership, a kingdom partnership, to advance His kingdom together and to do great works for the Lord together as a team. It has to be, you know, um, um, uh, it has to be God Himself as well for for the men. If there's any men out here, you know, listening to this podcast, it has to be God Himself to remove your eyes from Him in order to, just for a millisecond, to look at a young lady, to look at a woman and say, hey, you know, God, he's showing me that you are you are the one for me because our vision for the Lord, you know, is in sync with one another. You know, he has purpose for us to be in a kingdom fellow kingdom partnership in order to advance his kingdom together. You know. I truly believe that once we start doing this, God, indeed, he will step in our lives and he will manifest great and abounding blessings in our lives and that he will never disappoint us. God cannot disappoint you. He cannot disappoint me. God, he already has given us his greatest gift, which is Jesus, and he did not disappoint us with Jesus. Jesus came and did the will of the Father. Jesus came. And although it was hard and it was brutal, he still accepted to die for our sins. He still accepted to get every stripe on his back for our infirmities, for our sicknesses. And he is risen. He is alive now. And he is our greatest advocate. And because he has overcome the world, he says, also, we too will overcome the world and not just the world. We will overcome sickness. We will overcome doubt. We will overcome disbelief. We will overcome anxiety. We will overcome worry. We will overcome fear. Let God be the master of your life. Let God ordain your steps. Commit all your ways to the Lord, meaning give him your heart. Give him your dreams. Give him your desires. Speak to him. Long for him, seek his face, and I'm telling you, he surely shall show up in your life and show out. I'm believing that God indeed, he will never leave the righteous forsaken as his word says. He has something so special for you. Just keep your eyes on God. Don't worry about what come may. Worry about what God wants for you to do in this season and worry about the purpose he has for you. Not a worry that is filled with anxiety, but just because you have this zeal, you know, you have this fire and this ambition to do the works of the Lord and please God. 
and to truly satisfy him, to delight in him. As we are delighting in God, he too delights in us. And the more we delight in the Lord, he truly will give us what, what is ours. He will truly give us what indeed his heart desires for us to have. And whatever God gives us is the best, is never mediocre. And so I encourage you ladies, I encourage you ladies, and also you men, if you're out there, if you're listening to this podcast, trust in God, trust in God, trust in God. He will never disappoint you. He will never leave you forsaken. The best is yet to come. And I'm pretty sure he has great blessings in store as you continue to remain faithful in him. Happy Good Friday, y'all. Stay blessed. And remember, all things are possible through Christ Jesus.